Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff with the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's six questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's roll. Question number one, Dr. Cohen, can you tell us in a few sentences who you are and what you've been doing lately? Oh, well, I'm just a guy that, you know, has spent most of his lifetime in cybersecurity. I got a good education. I've been working in the field for a long time as a consultant. I've done a lot of research. I've done a lot of development. I have patents. I have lots of experience in lots of companies. I've done consulting uh, at every level from the, you know, the minutia of the technical stuff up to the, you know, top level executive decision making in large global enterprises. Wonderful. So right before we got started, we, we spoke about how uh, coronavirus has uh very quickly changed our landscape within the cybersecurity industry and within most parts of our businesses these days. Uh, What about that is most exciting to you and where you'd like to see your own career continue and society continue to evolve uh, as we get through the changes that are happening today? So I don't buy into the premise that all that much has changed in cybersecurity. There's a lot more remote working than there was before, but that was something that, you know, was bound to happen. Uh, You know, just for efficiency reasons, it's much more sensible for people to work remotely than to drive, you know, an hour or two each way, uh, you know, to and from work and and be away from their families and their homes and create all the extra pollution and so forth. So, so, you know, I, this is like in the inevitability curve, right? I mean, it, it has to happen. So now it's happened. Good. There's no real change in cybersecurity, you know, strategy or tactics. Actually, um, if you were doing it well before, you're still doing it well. And if you, you know, weren't paying attention to this, then you know, guess what? <laughs> so it goes. Very well put. Uh, thank you. Uh, we've been hearing a lot, and we and you just uh, touched on it that uh, cy- that cybersecurity is a top five concern and and getting bigger. Oh, I'm afraid. <laughs> but de- and getting bigger as we speak because of the re- remote work and the necessity to lock down things in, in ways in, in greater capacities than they were before. Uh, what does that path look like to you? And what does that mean? I don't buy it. You don't have to lock things down any better than you did before. You have a higher volume of you know, information coming in from different places. But you know, so what? <laughs> you used to have a higher volume coming in in a different path. Um, you know, it, it just doesn't make a substantial difference from a strategic point of view, from a governance point of view, same governance. There's a lot of, of outsourcing involved. Obviously, you know, we're doing this over Zoom and lots of people are running over Zoom and everybody knows that, you know, Zoom has these various insecurities. On the other hand, there's nothing critical about our discussion today that the, the bad guys are going to do something with. I mean, <laughs> just a conversation, man. So, you know, if you were using encryption um, you know, for communication all along and doing it reasonably well, then you're still doing it reasonably well and it, nothing has changed, right? So, I mean, we've used encryption for internal communication, even within, you know, the same facility, um, good gracious, for 25 years. You know, what, what were you waiting for? <laughs> so the answer is you were waiting for COVID, good, it's here. So now go ahead, please proceed. <laughs> Be reasonable and prudent. <laughs> reasonable and prudent, very, very good. Uh, you know, uh, all excellent points. Uh, we also hear a lot from earlier stage tech companies who are a lot of our viewers that, um, you know, this is something that is more concerning now than it has been before. 
uh, if someone asked you that same question based upon a lot of what you just shared, uh, would you share anything additional to that? So there's a, a fundamental process you go through if you're going to make good, you know, cybersecurity decisions or frankly, good business decisions, right? You, you want to start out with understanding what your business is, what's important to the business, what the consequences are of different kinds of failures. So once you understand your business and how it works and why it works and what's important, you start at the most important things and you look at what they depend on. If they depend on computers or people or telephones or whatever they depend on, whatever they depend on, if it doesn't work right in all the different ways it can go wrong, what are the consequences? If the consequences justify it, do something about it. Usually the thing you can do about it is redundancy, right? I mean, you, you can like cower in your closet and say, I'm not going to go anywhere because, you know, I can't breathe. Or, you know, you can get a mask and go out, you know, and breathe, right? So, so you know, you have to, to manage risk. You always have to manage risk. One of the things people don't seem to understand that every small business person absolutely understands, but people in cybersecurity seem to miss it. And that's that we take risks to get rewards. Cybersecurity is all, oh, it's so a little bit of risk, get rid of it. Oh my God, I'm worried. No, we take risks all the time. So otherwise we don't take a risk. How are we gonna get the reward? So the question is, is not, should we be taking risks? The question is what risks should we take? And the only way you can make a good decision about that is by understanding the nature of the risks you're taking. So the real challenge, I think, in decision-making is getting the right information for the decision, not an over overwhelming amount of information that's irrelevant. You know, not, not how many packets hit your firewall <laughs> every day that weren't legitimate. Oh, packets hit my firewall. You know, please give me a break, okay? You know, how about, gee, I couldn't have that critical meeting that, that was there to make the sale that I needed to make in order to make, you know, this quarter's, you know, numbers. And as a result, I'm not getting investment next quarter and I'm going to have a real trouble getting kind of, you know, how about I have a quarterly um, go to angel meeting. I run a company called Angel to Exit. And, and we have a quarterly meeting with 60 presenting companies and hundreds of investors. Well, if that meeting doesn't work, you know, that's not a good thing. So we have redundant internet, you know, when it costs like a hundred bucks a month. Oh, I'm going to spend the hundred bucks a month. I'm just not a hard decision. I got a second computer. Wow. Okay. I have two computers. They're each on a different network. You know, they're both running at the same time. If one breaks, I've got the other one. I copied the data for the meeting, you know, but you know, if this zoom session should fail, you know what happens? Eh, we'll, we'll have the call later. <laughs> it's not a big deal. So you just have to figure out what's important and deal with it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Could. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you for that. Uh, we've got two minutes left. Uh, are there any other uh, successful uh, cyber professionals, veterans like yourself that uh, you think would be a good guest on our podcast and you'd like to acknowledge? There are lots of them. Uh, you know, I, one of my business partners in Fearless Security is Chris Blask, B-L-A-S-K. He also works at Unisys. I don't know if you've had him on, but he's a great guy. He's fun. You know, we, we talk about this stuff all the time. And, and, you know, it applies to the rest of your life as well, right? Walking across the street, you can hit, get hit by a car. So maybe you should look both ways or you know, just take a chance, you know, jump out in front of stuff. Who cares? Um, so he's very, you know, awfully good. There's some fantastic, you know, folks out there. You know, uh, Dan Bloom uh, has done a lot in security architecture um, and, and talks about it a lot. He's very good at it. Um, and, and Doug Simmons has done consulting in this arena for 
a very long time. He used to run the consulting practice at Gartner. Before that, he was at Burton Group. I know him from Burton Group. They're awfully good. But the truth is there are a lot of really good people, right? The folks at Tech Vision Research, outstanding, right? They, they really know what they're talking about. They dig in deep into the technical issues. Um, you know, so the, the real issue is, you know, when you're talking about getting experts, you know, to help you with things, what you want is people that know different things so that you get different perspectives, right? And it's the same with any sort of a group process, right? If you have a successful group process, what you want is a mix of expertise. If you have two people that are almost the same expertise talking about, you know, working in the same area all the time, what will happen is they'll disagree about little minutia and they're right. Those little minutia matter. But in the big picture, they both think the same thing. <laughs> so, so, you know, diverse opinions, um, you know, from experts in different areas are the most effective way to run a group process. This according to longstanding psychological studies of, you know, organizational psychology. <laughs> Diversity and thought, what a concept. Uh, thank you, Dr. Cohen. Uh, we're going we're gonna to finish off right here. Make sure and check out more episodes and insights from the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast. Again, my name is Jeff. Thank you for being here today and be well. Thank you, Fred. Thank you for listening to the CyberPro Podcast today. Please like and subscribe.